talk about Lamar let's jump right in uh as a Ravens fan as one of my many hundreds of teams that I root for in the NFL this one's taken a weird turn and it's a little frustrating because I'm a Ravens fan so I kind of know this history and all of these tweets that I'm seeing are like what am I missing here and then it's like obviously goes down the road towards you know is there NFL collusion what about racism versus Lamar? Okay, well let's 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 talk about that one first. Deshaun Watson got signed last year to a two hundred and fifty million dollar deal and was accused by at least fifteen women of sexual assault. And he's African American. So racism question mark? Look, there's been varying accounts of like what's occurred between Lamar and the Ravens over their contract talks. Uh, the two things that are for sure, that Watson deal, that's weighed probably the heaviest on these negotiations. And uh, Lamar's lack of an experienced agent. So those are the two things that have been holding this up. Now he's in the non-exclusive franchise tag, and he finds himself in a very bad position, and I'll explain why. Look, let's start with the first one, Watson's deal with the Browns. That's an outlier, okay? Nothing the league had ever seen before, shattering the norms and guarantees, shattering the norms and structure. It was an absurd outlier from a super desperate franchise that was told they were out of the running, and the only way... To get Deshaun there was to make an offer he couldn't refuse. And all of the owners were pissed about it. They're like, oh, thanks for setting that absurd, like now player standard. So in September, the Ravens reportedly had advanced a $250 million deal with $133 million guaranteed. Lamar seeing that Deshaun Watson deal, he's he's at 250. The Ravens are at 133. So it already was like being seen as a potentially insurmountable hurdle in September. I mean, at that point, the nuance would have been in the negotiation details. You know what you need for a negotiation? An agent. So he can say, can we cut off a year from the deal so he gets to free agency sooner? Can we get a no franchise tag and a no transition tag clause? We're talking about mechanisms that would allow him to make even more money and get to the market soon. But he doesn't have an agent, and Lamar is the only one who can value himself at that point. And a player values himself at a certain way, and sometimes that's the only way he can see it. Sometimes that's why he's blinded by it. Lamar doesn't want other people's opinions or perspectives on his value. He made that clear for 
multiple seasons now. The difference between 250 million guaranteed and 133 million guaranteed, that's a wide enough margin that it's unlikely to be overcome. And that's where we're at. You know, another thing like having an agent would have helped with um, instead of just being you, Lamar, and, you know, with the consult, the consultancy of his mother was being at last year's NFL scouting combine. See, during the combine, the agents, uh, it's you want to talk about collusion, you want to talk about um, tampering. Agents at the scouting combine, that's where they meet with teams. That's where they talk with the owners. That's where they can just sit down and someone says, okay, what do we have to do? We're all ears. Yeah, we want them. Now, what do we have to do? All of these back-channel deals getting done by people who know how to do it. Lamar doesn't know how to do it. He is an amazing quarterback. He is not an amazing NFL agent. An NFL agent would start with an overall group that's interested in Lamar. That group then gets smaller because, let's let's face it, some don't want to give an injury-prone quarterback. That's right, injury-prone, last two years, didn't finish the season. Some don't want to give him a contract. That narrows the pool. Some don't want to give up the trade compensation. And sometimes the player just doesn't want to live in a certain place or play for a certain team. So by the end of it, you have a super tiny group that you know can get something done. And you know what some agents have that Lamar doesn't have? Owners on speed dial. These are the type of men or women that go to the owners' meetings and have dinners with the owners, they're on the private club list. They've sat with them on their yachts. There's only a few guys that have the rep to sit with owners and talk about players for long periods of time. And you know who those people are? NFL agents. Who don't get emotional. Now let's get into the racism element of this, since that's the narrative that's been going around in all in all sports circles. Let's jump to the NBA. Kendrick Perkins says it's racist that Jokic, who, when you look at the analytics, is equal with like LeBron's best seasons. It's racist to give that guy the MVP. It's racist not to give Lamar $250 million guaranteed. Here's the problem. I would have done the same thing if I was the Ravens with the non-exclusive tag because it's the right move. And if I'm a, a, a team out there, I'm looking at two years injury prone. I'm looking at a guy who didn't show up to the playoff game. Didn't go to the playoff game. He was sick. Why? Why were you sick? Deshaun Watson proved there was no racism last year. I already covered that. A lot of teams don't want, they want to be out of this because they don't want an extended contract simply because the belief is that it's going to be matched. They're not going to give them 250 guaranteed. So what would they give them? 200? 
then the Ravens would match it. Look, it's extremely difficult to get a franchise to give an offer sheet as a non-exclusive franchise player because it becomes extremely public. Second, teams convince themselves that the Ravens would just match it, like I said. And they don't want to do the work for another team, and I don't blame them. And then thirdly, the team that signs the offer sheet has it count against their salary cap for the week during the period of time when the Ravens can decide whether to match it. Some teams just don't want to do that. They don't want to have $200 million floating out for a week, and that's a week they could assign someone else. Us as fans, we just think, oh, they're just sitting around signing the main guys. you got to fill out a roster. Some of these teams, Atlanta and Miami and some others, they have to say it publicly because they're not interested. Oh, why did why did Miami come out and say they were not interested? Well, first of all, they don't have a first-round pick. They'd have to do it after the draft so it counted for next year. Second of all, they don't want to come out and publicly say it, that they're in on Lamar, because then they have to go, if they're out and the Ravens match it, then they have to go back to Tua for the 18th time and say, no, actually, we really love you. The simple fact is he's missed one-third of his games in the last two years. He's expecting the biggest contract in NFL history. That expectation takes that fraternity of 31 owners down to maybe, I don't know, two, one, maybe none. It's not easy to pay $250 million to a quarterback that's been hurt. Okay? It's not easy to pay it to one that's never been hurt. If he gets hurt, that kind of salary is a franchise killer for all teams. And that's the argument that goes be, goes on behind closed doors. Does that make it collusion? No. Oh, and by the way, you have to give up two first-round picks just to get the right to spend that money. Think about the two quarterbacks that did it. When Watson got his, there were four teams involved. Ultimately, Cleveland did the fully guaranteed deal after they were told they were out of the running. That means out of the four teams that were coming to the table with offers, only the Browns were willing to give Deshaun a fully guaranteed deal. They only did that after they were told they were out of it. The Browns believed that the fully guaranteed deal was their only option, their only option to get him. And that was on top of Deshaun getting control of a no-trade clause and having sat on an entire year of football. Think about all the factors that had to go into that one situation. The other quarterback, Kirk Cousins. He played through two franchise tags to get to free agency, to get his fully guaranteed deal from the Vikings. And he only did a three-year deal for less money than the New York Jets would have given him. So, in the history of quarterbacks, the only two that got fully guaranteed deals either had a massive amount of leverage or played through two tags to get to free agency. Lamar doesn't have any leverage, and he hasn't played through two tags. He's under a franchise tag and hasn't shown he will force a trade. So where's the leverage? So unless a massive and somehow unmatchable offer sheet is extended to Jackson, he will have to contemplate playing this season under the... Ter uh, look, not 
that bad. $32.4 million tag. And then he'd have to go back to negotiating. And here's the here's the options. Fight for a fully guaranteed contract like he has been, but settle on a contract that's practically guaranteed. So let's just say it's four-year deal for 200 mil. For the sake of making the math easy, let's just say the salary is 50, 50, 50, 50 over four years. The first 50 mil would be guaranteed at signing. The second 50 would also be guaranteed at signing. The third 50 will be guaranteed for injury at signing, but convert to fully guaranteed in the waiver system at the beginning of year two. So if they were to cut off after one year, you would walk away with $100 million. If they were to cut you after two years, you walk away with $150 million. In other words, they are not cutting you. Practically guaranteed deal. The first option, you will have to compromise and say, we don't need five years fully guaranteed. We get it. We've had our issues. Injury history. Well, he didn't get the COVID vaccine, but I guess that doesn't even matter anymore. So, you know, give us three years fully guaranteed. Uh, that's the deal Kirk Cousins got. And, uh, you know, you want to hedge your risk, but we're willing to gamble on ourselves. That's the that's how it's going to play out. I mean, all of these tweets. Let's go to Twitter. Let's see what Twitter's talking about. <sighs> okay, the whole... Um, oh, Daniel Jones gets paid. Did you see Daniel Jones' contract? If Lamar takes a two-year deal like Daniel Jones, then he can have $50 million a year. He wants five for 250 Oh, wow. Breaking news. The Chicago Bears get pick number nine, pick number 61, a first round pick in 2024, a second round pick in 2025, and DJ Moore from the Carolina Panthers for the number one overall pick. Wow. What a... See, this is where I thought maybe Lamar, Nick Wright had a, had a good take of Lamar Jackson for Justin Fields, but this is way better. You keep Justin Fields. You get a haul in picks and DJ Moore. Woo, fleeced. Look, but back to Lamar here and to end this podcast. The Ravens are in the driver's seat. Love this move from the GM. And I only love it because Lamar not showing up to that playoff game and just not playing the last two years for me has just been like, a, all right, well, let's move on. We had some good times. Uh... It was hot and heavy, but now I'm kind of bored of, of it, and uh, I'm not giving you all that money. So Lamar's probably thinking, you know, Ravens are in the driver's seat. How the hell did I wind up on the back
I turn every bitch into a pop star. I'm in my globe. I had swagger. I've been one of none, y'all. When I was poke, cash on me. I cash out on channel right and I can show it. Bash me like I'm not a big dog. I just throw it on a scatty pack. Hunter, bitty ass. I just blow it. No ballistics and suspicious. Fuck the witness, bad conditions. Grab a biscuit, don't be a statistic. Came off the mission, high definition. I bought my left wrist a foxy. My ring cost is pink like an ostrich. I feel lost, this bitch got herself hostage. I done got exhausted, running through the money. Oh, hundreds, I need to spend cause they don't print them no more. Be a mono, go to court cause I won't fuck her no more. You not a wifey, I can't fall in love no more. Stop doing Miley in the ecstasy, I'm right back on it. Cash my special cloth, I got diamonds on. Ooh, bags of cash like concerts and fitting on. Killers bought with me, I don't need a bodyguard. I got all kind of hoes international. Sandro, pay PJ, flight that Right wrist froze like I got an ice pack on it. Get a nigga smoke, ride it like a bomber clock. Drug dealers and scammers will never harm my son. They be right down with me. Shooters right down with me. See, 500 shots in VIP. Well, I'm in. Told the waitress, don't drink liquor, I drink lean. I'm that nigga.
She